nothing, I'd rather be doing it fishing, man. All day, day. day. Real man, it gets real. They say it seems like fishing, that's all that you do. Man, I thought you already knew. Pick up the phone and I call up my crew. Cause they some die hard fishermen too. Hitting up the lakes, creeks, rivers, and sloughs. Throwing all kind of baits, trying to see what it do. I'm beating banks, hunting tanks like the homie Raul. Or after trying to catch a limit on the gatherer too. Now I love the mini jigs, but don't get it confused. Cause your boy's still hitting on the outcast spoon. Got so many rape rides, man, I'm running out of room. This some more than fishing, baby, got me feeling like you. Highly addictive, homie, you ain't even got a clue. You out trying to hook fish, then a fish hooks you. Now I'm going into work and I'm thinking about quit. Cause I'd rather be fishing, I'd rather be fishing. What's going on, everyone? Thank you for tuning in on the Bay Bite Podcast. This is episode number five. On this week's episode, we got a cool cat out of the Bay Area. He gets involved in fishing events, some tournaments, got on some local charters, and fishes all the Bay Area, man. This dude is involved in the fishing community big time. Some of you might know him as B. Flossy, and some of you might know him as It Gets Real Fishing, Bay Area rapper and angler, man. So let's see what he's got to say. He's going to talk about some bucket list items he got planned in the future, some cool stories, and that catch. If you guys tuned in on my Instagram story at the Bay Bite Podcast, you saw that story, heard what he had to say. Stay tuned, check that out. Let's get into this episode and hear what he's got to say, guys. What's going on, B? I appreciate you for uh, being on the call. And uh, let's get started, man. What what got you into fishing? Oh, man. Um, I grew up in the city of Eastside, San Jose. And I'm, I'm a city kid, you know, so we grew up, man, just staying outside riding our bikes but I also had a lake by me um it's actually the same lake that that holds raging waters lake cunningham and i go there with my friend after school we ride our bikes try to you know do some bmx stuff hit the little dirt mounds and try to do tricks on them but um when we got there man seeing that everybody was fishing you know and i'm probably like five or six at the time I'm like, man, chasing lizards and riding these bikes, this don't look cool. Everybody's fishing, man. I want to do what everybody else is doing. So I actually grabbed a stick, found some discarded uh, fishing line, dug around, you know, for some hooks and worms, and then um, was just putting it through, putting my line through the rocks, and I hooked up on a bluegill. Oh, so man. once I did that, it was just like, oh, man, every day after homework, that's all I wanted to do was just uh, go get my fish on, you know. And, Game um, over. Sometimes I, yeah, I would I'd catch them bluegill and take them and put them in the aquarium and stuff. So it was cool. Um, real short-lived, though, because, man, I, I fell in that lake. I almost drowned. And... uh Man, the ranger took me home, and once the parents seen the ranger take me home, man, they found that out. It was a wrap. It was like, no more fishing for you. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, so so that stopped me, man, for a good long time, um, until maybe about, like, 
10 years ago, uh, after my grandpa passed, we were going through a lot of his belongings and, um, stumbled upon a fishing pole. And I, I just felt like I had a reason now that I had a legit pole and to, mm-hmm. uh, fish in his memory to get back out there. And once I did, I hooked up on a striped bass and it just reignited that flame. Like all these years, Ooh. I just felt like, oh man, this, this is what I've been missing. And uh, hit the ground running ever since. Nice, man. So your first fish back into it was a striper. Yeah. That's a good fight yeah. for your first fish back into it. Oh, man. It it, it just it took over me, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to stop after that. Yeah, I didn't want to stop after that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. And, um, well, since then, man, I've seen your um, – Instagram and you're active, man. You're all active in the fish community. Tell me, uh, tell me how all that progressed and, you know, how you became more and more passionate about it. Um, so after I caught that striper, I just started going out like every weekend fishing and stuff. And, you know, uh, fish is an acronym for fresh ideas start here. So when mm-hmm. I was out there, man, I, I just got to thinking, I said, man, I, I want to go all in on this. Um, maybe I should just start documenting my catches, you know, then mm-hmm. that tris- transitioned into a YouTube channel and just me being, um, heavy in the music and, um, being a rapper, you know, I was like, Oh, I want to make a play on words. Um, if I start a channel, I'm going to call it, it gets real, you know, like mm-hmm. a vision real. Um, uh, cause I mean, it does get real out there on the water, but it gets real in real life, man. So mm-hmm. I just, I put them two together, started making videos, didn't really have a clue of what I was doing, but, um, you know, I just, I just, I'm a quick learner. I was so just deep into, in the fishing and trying to catch this species, trying to learn everything. But then, um, I post some videos, people will tell me, you know, give me suggestions in the comments and, Hey, you should try this rig. You should try that, or you should go here. And uh, mm-hmm. I just started soaking it up, man, and you know, just put my the pedal to the metal, man. Kept going. That's right. And, you know that that turned into a, a a fishing brand. So started a clothing line after that. Um, started making fishing rap music, and yeah, it, it's been a blast. That's cool, man. So you are like a multi-species uh, fisherman then. All types you look like Pokemon. I want to catch them all. <laughs> it don't matter, right. man. B- bluefin to bluegill, man. I, I want to catch go. them all. Okay, okay. Which one? Uh, which one's your favorite, though, man? What's your What's your go-to? Um, you know, it's really it's really a kind of like a tie between um trout and uh surf perch man okay, okay. i like I, I love fishing on the surf like that's probably like my favorite place to fish man you know it's nothing like being on the beach and mm-hmm. just the ocean view the vibes the sounds of the waves man i mean yeah it, to me ain't nothing better than that but um you know freshwater man it, it's trout all day i, I just not only is they good eating, it's a good fight, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, every year I'm I'm chasing that PB. I think my latest is like 8.2, but I'm I'm trying to get to that double digit. Okay, okay. And uh, what's your go-to for trout? You throw in uh, lure, you throw in cast master, um, I do bait. a little bit of both, you know, okay. kind of kind of um depends on how I feel that, 
you know, for the day, if I'm just wanting to chill and don't want to be too active, uh, I'll bait and wait, throw some power bait on there. I mean, that's how I caught my first trout, you know, so sometimes mm-hmm, yeah. I like to keep it traditional. But if I'm going to throw a lure, man, of course, I'm, I'm throwing my boy Outcaster, man. Um, me and him actually collabed and made a, a colorway uh, for my own spoon out of his collection, the Flossy Spoon, so... You know, I, I got to stand by that, man. So I'm That's always right. throwing That's the right. flossy. And, uh, yeah, man, getting them. That's right, man. Packs the man for that. Yes, sir. All right. Well, you say you uh, fish for surf perch. How does that set up, though? i never done that myself. Oh, man. it's uh, I usually use kind of like the same rig as, um, as trout fishing. Carolina rig set up. No, I'll make the leader a little bit longer, maybe like three to four feet, uh, size two bait holder hook. Um, and then you got these gulp sandworms that they sell. And uh, the camo sandworm, that's that's just how I got started, man. I throw that out there, try to find some, some pockets in the, in the waves, and uh, just wait for that bite, wait for them nibbles, man. Um, also like to use uh, soft shell sand crabs. I mean, the biggest okay. perch I've ever caught was by using the sand crabs, you know, just digging those up and finding the soft shell ones. And, man, you end up with some slabs. <laughs> right, that's right. You um, you ever go on any charters? Yeah, yeah, man. I, I fool with the, a lot of the charters in the Bay, man. I'm actually going on a charter tomorrow. Oh, um, okay. Sea okay. bass. Yeah, I'm going on a sea bass tomorrow. What are you guys uh, targeting? Yeah, man. I um we're gonna be doing some rock fishing. So hopefully I'll get on some wings. How's that experience for you? How long you been doing that? Uh probably about like the past five years I've been hopping on charters, you know. Um shout out to the Gatherer Two. That's probably like the main charter I I fool with Captain Adam. Um mm-hmm. you know, it's a smaller charter, it's like a six pack, so I do believe you know, it, it's just a better experience, you know what I'm saying, a little bit more intimate that you're just out there with just a hand handful of people, you know. It's not like 20 people on a boat where it gets kind of chaotic, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty cool. Any tournaments you've entered? I've done a couple of tournaments and derbies in the past, um, like the Lake uh, McSwain tournament. I did that a few years back. Uh, but I haven't done any tournaments as of recent um i do join the more than fishing tournament um he has Mm -hmm. a surf perch striper tournament annually and i've joined that a couple of times also planning to join uh the vivid snares dungeness crab tournament coming up next month um for the dungeness crab opener yeah yeah we're actually going to have them as a guest too before that that we can kind of give us some uh, info on that tournament as well Right on, right on. Yeah, that's a good dude, man. That's a boy. Oh yeah, for sure. And it's uh, it gets real. What do you? What type of merch do you have? Um, hoodies, hats, uh, neck gaiters, coffee mugs. Um, man, you name it, man. We got it. Necklaces, keychains. I mean, I just try to get as creative as as possible, man, because I do have a thing for. Uh, fashion you know that's always kind of been my thing 
mm-hmm. hence the name B Flossy. Um, man, that's that's my artist name. But uh, you know, I'm, I've always been into mashing from head to toe. Um, and while I'm out there fishing, I'm man, I just will wrap my brand while I'm at it. That's right. That's right. Heck yeah. Okay, well, where can we uh, get some of this stuff if you uh, if somebody's looking into it? Itgetsreal.com. I know uh, people is. may think that I'm just saying that because it just sounds like so generic, like, oh, man, it gets real. But, no, nah, it actually is itgetsreal.com. Um, that's where you can find all the merch, man, and, uh, you know, have pictures up there of the people that have supported in the community. Um, a couple of the big names in the game. Uh, my boy from the Central Coast, Hook to Cook. Got mm-hmm. Outcasters, been supporting since day one. Um, even Fisherman's Life, man, supported the dude, man. So, you know, just thankful. Thankful for all the all those, man, that have been rocking with it. It's real. That's cool, man. So what's uh, what's your future plans for fishing? What, any any uh, Anything, you know, on your bucket list? Um, I definitely got to get back out to either, uh, SoCal or Hawaii or even Mexico, man. I'm actually trying to scratch it off the list because, uh, my bucket list dream fish right now is a mahi-mahi. Um, I had a chance to hook up on, I think like three, uh, hooked up on one in Hawaii was the only one on the charter to, to get a bite that day. Um, but that one, it, it stripped the hooks. I don't know. It was real choppy out there. By the time I was reeling them in and I could see them like 50 yards out, it was a big old bull, massive, oh. massive bull, probably like 40 pounds or something. And I just seen them come out the water on the surface, and there was a big wave that came up, and he dove in that wave, and after that, he, he was off, man. Oh, I'm man. like, oh, that, that was a heartbreaker. That was a heartbreaker. And then uh, following summer, I went down to San Diego and was chasing them. And I hooked up like two times, but they just, they bit off my lure. Oh, Just man. bit me off, bit me off, broke me off. I mean, no shaking the hook or anything like that. They just straight took the whole lure. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, man, I got a, I got a vengeance for those. Oh, okay. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> you know, I wish they was in my backyard, man. I, I would have been handled that, but um, That's you know, right. I gotta travel. I gotta travel a little distance to get on them. But yeah, man, we gonna make that happen. Good things are worth waiting for, man. Yep, yep, for sure. What um, what story comes to your mind, man? That sometimes you know never gonna go away. Um, I have uh. A phenomenal catch, man. It was more so like a miraculous catch. Um, I was fishing for trout at Lake uh, McAlpine, and I had my my setup out there, some power bait. And you know, people had said that there was it was rumored to have sturgeon in there. So really? I'm just chilling. I'm baiting and waiting. I have my bobber out on the uh, line as my bite indicator, and I must have left my rod unattended for about like 30 minutes or something. I don't know. I was chilling, chopping it up with people, you know, just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And um, I went to go 
I was getting ready to leave, so I was reeling up my line, and I'm like, dang, my barber's gone. Oh, man, it must have got hit, you know, and the fish is mm-hmm. off. So I'm just reeling in, reeling in, and I'm just reeling in a lot of slack. So I'm like, yeah, this fish got away. Then all of a sudden, something just started darting, and it got heavy. And I'm using ultralight rod. I'm using all the two-pound tests, everything just made for trout. I was using nothing heavy, a little small um, size 14 treble hook. So this thing is just peeling. I have a 500 size reel. You know, that doesn't carry much yardage or line at Mm -hmm. all. And this thing is just peeling, peeling, peeling drag. And I'm like, all right, man, this is heavier than any trout I have, like, felt. (laughs) So I'm thinking, you know, I got a catfish. That's the only thing that was, like, clicking in my head. It's like, "Ah, I got a cat. I probably got, like, a 25-pound cat or something, man, like. So I'm just easing it, easing it, fighting this thing for about 10 minutes, man. And um, as soon as I get it up to the water, it is a freaking sturgeon, man. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. So I'm just trying to let them play, keep the the tension loose, everything. I'm like, I'm just ecstatic at the time because I'm like, oh, my goodness, I have to land this fish. This is my first sturgeon, and it's on two-pound test. So, like, I finessed it, I fought it, landed it, and it was like a 33-inch uh, sturgeon. I mean, it, that was amazing. I don't, I don't think, uh, I don't know, I don't think I'll be able to top that, even if I did catch, like, a, a slot sturgeon or something, man, because it for sure wouldn't be on no <laughs> ultralight rod <laughs> again. Two-pound test, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at it right now on your Instagram, man. I think it's massive on the ultralight two-pound. It looks good. It got dark on you, or was it already dark? Yeah, yeah. No, it got dark. That's what I said. We were just wrapping it up. You know, we were getting ready to to leave, and that that just happened out of nowhere. Man, that's one for the books for sure, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I haven't had anything that is gonna top that like yet. I don't, I don't know what is, mm-hmm. you know. But um, man, that's that's definitely one that I'm I'm gonna remember. Always. For sure, for sure. That's pretty crazy, man. That's a, that's a crazy story right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm glad I captured it on video because if you tell somebody that, that sounds like a fish story for real, you know? Oh, you got so, it on uh, video as well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Where is that, on YouTube? Yeah, it it ended up being a short you know, I okay. made it a short video. Uh, it didn't turn into a whole episode just because lighting and it was dark. It wasn't on my GoPro. Did that straight off the phone. So I ended up making a, a short video out of it. But, man, yeah, it, it was crazy. Yep, yep, that's right. So, uh, so B, what's the what's the future for your uh, channel, for your for your Instagram? What should we be looking into, man? Oh, more catches, more content, um, definitely more designs on the merch. Um, I am planning on dropping a couple of videos for some songs that I had released. Um, one being Rather Be Fishing, and that song in particular, I give a shout-out to almost everybody in the Bay Area fishing scene. Um, yeah, man, if y'all haven't heard that, it's on Spotify. 
on YouTube, on, on It Gets Real. It's on every uh, digital platform, man, Apple Music, iTunes. Um, and then I just released uh, another track called The Tug is the Drug. Um, yeah, man, that's on all digital platforms as well, and I'm planning to shoot a video to that one as well, man. So, And drop more music. You know, that's one thing that I can't get away from just as much as fishing. Uh, you know, I've been doing music for a while and, um, you know, just like to bring the best of both worlds together and, um, uh, rap about fishing. Yep. Coach, Coach Houston's passion. Yes, sir. All right. All right. And, uh, your YouTube, it's, uh, get real as well. It gets real. Yeah. One word, uh, no spaces. I T G E T S R E E L. All right. All right, B. Well, I appreciate you being on the podcast, man. Thanks for all the info. Thanks man, for thank stories. you. Thank you. Man, everybody need to get on the bay bite. You know what I mean? Tap in, tap in. See what's biting in them bay waters. That's right. I appreciate you, brother. See yes, you out sir. there. Appreciate you. That was my boy B Flossie, also known as It Gets Real Fishing, man. What a cool cat, man. I'm honored to have him on the episode. Cool guy involved in the fishing community. And can you guys believe that catch? 33-inch sturgeon on ultralight rod with two-pound test, man. That is a catch of a lifetime. In those conditions, man, that shit fish should have came off. Honestly, that's in, that's insane. Good to him, man. I'm glad to hear that. You can check out that picture on IG, and also I'm gonna post it on my Instagram as well, man. Give big shout outs to the guy for such a cool catch. He gave some big shout outs to some local guys, including Joel from Vivid Snares. You guys could check him up on Instagram. He's gonna have a Dungeness Crab Tournament, November 4th. Registration is still open, so check his IG out for all that info, and I will be posting it as well. He's coming on as a future guest in the next episode or two to talk about this event, and we're going to have a part two. I'm going to be there at the tournament, and he's going to do a video uh, of how it's going and all that. It's a great cause. Donate if you can breast cancer and awareness, catching some good crab. I mean, it's a win-win everywhere you look. So that's going to be a cool event, guys. A lot of great people coming on in the next few episodes. We're going to talk with B. Sterling, the founder of Stripers Gone Wild. He loved the episode we did with Frank, so he wants to be a part of it as well. We're going to have Valley Shenanigans, an IG guy, Fast assassin on his kayaks. He's going to talk about his kayaking guiding service that he does out there in the valley. So that's going to be cool. Also made a lot of great connections in the North Cal Sportsman Show. We're going to talk with Luke from RHA Tackle. We're going to talk with Cali Boy Customs. We're going to talk with Active Catch. A lot of great guests coming up in the future, man. So stay tuned. This is only going to get better. And if you guys would like to hear anybody in particular, DM me on IG, the Bay Bite Podcast. So I appreciate you for tuning in. Stay tuned for future episodes. And we're out of here.